Hello, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. I'm Mike Cachopoli. All right. How's everyone doing on this Tuesday night, this wonderful Tuesday night? It's a uh, a big show. It's a big show because it's uh, our 400th show. This is 400 podcasts. Where does the time go? Where does the time go? You know, when I started doing this in November of 2021, right around Thanksgiving of 2021, I didn't know how long I was going to do it, really. I had just gone in October of 2021, the month before I started the podcast, I had gone to a uh, podcast uh, convention in Orlando, Florida, for a, a podcaster named uh, Tom Woods, who's a very popular uh, libertarian podcaster. And it was, I believe, his 2000th show. And so he was having a get-together at uh, a really nice resort, Rosen, Rosen Shingle Creek, Rosen Shingle Creek, resort in Orlando, right outside of Disney. And a friends of mine, one of them will be on the show tonight, in fact, said, why don't you come out there and uh, come to this 2000 show celebration? I said, all right, why not? So I went out and it was a a really big gathering. There was at least a thousand people, maybe 2000 people. And um, it was in this huge auditorium in this resort you know, one of those big conference rooms. And uh, it was fun, you know. And I said, well, this is interesting. Here's this guy. Now, 2,000 shows. I think Tom had been doing this for at least six years, seven years. Because if you do it uh, five days a week, it takes a, even doing it five days a week, it took, a, you know, what, over a year and a half to get to 400 shows. So you can imagine 2,000 shows. And um, so it was a big get together and it was fun. I said, wow, this is great. People really like this podcast. People like podcasters. People actually do listen to podcasters, right? And at the same time, you know, Joe Rogan's very popular. I think Joe Rogan just had a 2000th show recently, maybe a week ago. I think RFK Jr. was 1999, I believe, 1999. Then. So it's, you know, it's... Um, Podcasting has become such a big thing. They say everyone and their mother and their grandmother has a podcast, and that's really true. You know, but the problem, of course, is it's um, we have so many people who are on like major networks, right, like Fox News, and they have podcasts, right, and those are the most popular, obviously, because they get to plug them constantly on a network that gets millions of viewers. So the, the podcasts don't get millions of listeners, obviously, but some people, a good ch- a chunk of people who watch Fox News will also listen to the podcast. And so it's not like the people who are on Fox News just do that and don't do podcasts. In other words, they're not above podcasting. No one is above podcasting. Everyone wants a podcast because it's a longer form, right, on TV. If you've got an hour show, you've got 15, 20 minutes of uh, commercials, 
And, you know, it's very scripted. You look into a teleprompter and you read. Well, if you have a podcast and it's an hour or two hours or three hours, you can just talk about whatever you want. You can have on guests. You can do long form like Rogan does, right? Three-hour interviews. So a lot of these people who are on Fox want podcasts. Now, I'm sure they also get paid for them, but they want it because they get to talk more, right? They get to show their personality more, their opinion more in the longer, longer form. Um, as opposed to the short attention span television format. So it's um it's very competitive because it's not like just us people who aren't on television do podcasts. People who do Fox News do podcasts, right? And Joe Rogan does a podcast. So it's very competitive, very competitive, because even the most popular people on television also have a podcast. And uh, so it's, it's not easy to make it. And so I said, you know, over, you know, November of 2021, when I started this, I don't know, I'll see how I'll see if I can get to 100. You know, I'd be proud if I got to 100. I'll do it five days a week and we'll get to 100 and see where we are. Well, I was getting to about 100 and then I uh, doing it on Spotify and Apple and then I discovered call in and then I started doing it here. So I've done about 300 of them here now. So it just kept on going, basically. And uh, I'm a kind of a routine person. So it takes me a while to get into a routine. But once I'm into a routine, I like to keep it, you know. And so I've just kept the routine of doing this five days a week. And here we are at show number 400. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing, I have to say. Happy 400. Thank you, Daniel. Give me some thumbs up. Keep on giving me thumbs up. We have to have virtual champagne. I wish we had real champagne. You know, uh, so, all right, I tell you what, show 500, which will be towards the end of the year, we have to have real champagne, okay? We have to do a real 500 celebration, all right? And who knows, maybe by the time I get to 1,000, we can do a celebration at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, just like Tom Woods did. Let me tell you, it's a nice place. In fact, Fox News did something there about a year ago. And I remember, I forgot what they were doing. Oh, was it uh, the conservative convention or something? And I remember seeing Pete Hegseth set up in the hallway. And I said, I recognize that hallway. And it was Rosen Shingle Creek. So they do a lot of stuff. I guess they're welcoming to the more conservative libertarian folk. So maybe we'll have something in Orlando one day at the uh, Rosen Shingle Creek. But that's a ways off. That'll be another couple of years so but um yes the 400th show and domestic who is in the room right now he is uh the guy who got me to go to the uh convention to the tom woods convention which got me into the idea of podcasting i don't think if i had gone to that convention i would have been doing this show but i went and i said eh, maybe i'll try this maybe i'll not that i ever expect to be able to do an event where i get 2000 people, but you never know. You never know. Um, and that's why I started this whole thing. So domestic is in the room. He'll come on in a, in a little bit and talk about uh, uh, various things, various things. But I do want to focus on uh, the Russia thing. I haven't talked about it much, you know. And we're in a situation now where this never-ending war. Every war is never-ending, right? They always put this quick end date. This is like the same stuff they do with COVID. They just lie, right? 15 days. 15 days. Give us 15 days to stop the spread. 
and they did with the Iraq war, right? It'll be bim, bam, boom, weekend a week, we're out. And so this Ukraine thing, they said the same thing. There's no way this is going to last years. And here we are a year and a half later and it's still going on and uh, sending them money, no accountability. We have no idea where they are. They lie to us in the media. They try to say Ukraine's winning. They're not. They're not going to win the war. Not, I, I'll eat this iPhone. If they uh, the iPhone. Well, I'm not talking. Yes, I'm talking into an iPhone right now. I'll eat this iPhone. Literally, if they win the war, they're not winning anything. So they'll be defeated or there'll be peace negotiation and billions of dollars later and thousands of lives later. Nothing as usual with every war. So recently this thing happens where. Uh, the, the 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 organization that's running the war for Putin, because the I guess the Russian army didn't do very well, so they had this Wagner. It's so funny when I first saw it, and it was people were saying Wagner, and I just joked and I said maybe I should say Wagner. It is Wagner. It's it's named after Wagner, so it is the Wagner Group, and they I don't know what they are a group of mercenaries that that I guess if you need a war, <laughs> you, you hire them. I guess. Can we hire the Wagner Group for the war against wokeism? I want to hire the Wagner Group for the war against wokeism. Maybe we can, maybe we can do that. You know that we can do that. But uh, so uh, they were called in, I guess, to run the war. And evidently, the leader of the Wagner Group, supposedly, if you believe the mainstream narrative, he wasn't happy with the way Putin was doing it. So he decided to march on this. Rostam city in Russia and shove it up Putin's ass. And I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a ridiculous thing, but it was this coup that lasted like eight hours. Right. And then he retreated and supposedly yeah, Rostov, Rostov. Right. And it was so ridiculous. You've seen the videos, right? These tanks going through the town and people like cheering them on. There are like young people who are jumping on the tank and taking selfies. Really, really. I mean, dangerous war, huh? Taking selfies with tanks, thumbs up. And so it lasted like a day, and then the guy pulled out because supposedly uh, there was a some kind of a Belarus did some negotiation between Putin and this and and the, the, the Wagner group, and they sent the Wagner group to the cornfield, and who knows what's going to happen now? So it was ridiculous, and there were some people who were saying the whole thing was a false flag that Putin set the whole thing up. That's ridiculous. That there'd be this coup that lasts a day and then ends. And then the guy who's running the coup says, well, we don't want to shed any blood. But what the fuck you think's going to happen in a coup? So it was very bizarre. The whole thing was weird. And people are trying to figure out what the hell it was. So Domestic is going to come on here. Whenever you want, you can go into the queue and uh, I'll put you on, who is Russian. So just because he he's Russian, I'm going to think he knows what he's talking about. Doesn't have to be true, but he's looked the closest we got to a Russian here, right? I don't think Greg is Russian. Greg, you're not Russian, are you? We'll put you on too. But, you know, I'm, I'm interested in hearing opinions of what's going on with this thing because nobody knows, by the way. In fact, most people, this is one of the rare, if only people had said this for COVID, if they told the truth. Yeah, rare instances with a news story where most of the people on television say we have no Lou, what just happened? I have no idea. So maybe we have some ideas on what's on what's going on. And uh, domestic, do you have any? What the heck happened? 
Hello, hello, and congratulations on your 400, uh, Mike. Thank you, uh, thank you. <laughs> you know, I hate to speculate. I'm only going to deliver what I heard, mm -hmm. and then, uh, and I hope it will clarify a few things. First of all, the leader of Wagner, Prigozhin, he leaves detailed voice messages on Telegram to the whole world about what he's doing and when he, why he's doing it. The first thing I want to clarify, there was no coup. He never said that he wanted to overturn the government, topple Putin. He was really, really unhappy about how the Ministry of Defense and the Minister of Defense were handling the, 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 this special military operation. And okay. he demanded certain changes, more supplies, more transparency, more truth, whatever. He thought they were incompetent. And he demanded change. And all of a sudden, a few hours later, he started going at Rostov to show that he means business. I'm going to occupy one city, one government defense, key defense building, because I mean business. I demand change. My people are dying. You guys are not telling the truth, blah, blah, blah. Then they started moving toward Moscow. Moscow got ready to prepare to defend. They put barricades. They put like 10,000 soldiers or whatever. They were ready. And then Lukashenko, then the... The, the prime minister of Belarus, he intervened and he brokered a deal um, and said, hey, guys, stop this madness. Uh, <laughs> we need more Lukashenko's in this world. Maybe stop this madness. This is ridiculous. This is out of control. And they brokered a deal that Prigozhin is going to be exiled or leave to Belarus. The charges of treason are going to be dropped against him. All the Wagner soldiers that didn't participate in this whole thing, they're welcome to sign a contract with the, with the Russian army. And I'm not sure what's going to happen with the rest. Maybe they will be pardoned too. It's not clear. But the main point is there was no it wasn't an attempted insurrection. It was a very out of proportion demand for certain changes in how the defense ministry operates. Okay, but don't you usually negotiate that stuff behind the scenes? Yeah, that's one thing that I consider to be treasonous because whatever grievances you have, you should not be posting them on Telegram. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. And he was saying such messed up things like he called calling them names and and just berating them in, in the worst way possible. And like, wow, this guy has balls. He's not afraid just to be killed for saying that. I guess not. Does Let's put it this way. Okay, so there are yeah. a couple of theories I heard on television. One is just yeah. what you said. To just believe exactly what it looks like, right? Yeah. Now, if it is that, mm -hmm. can Putin let this guy keep going? I'm really surprised because uh, Wagner downed, I don't know, eight, nine helicopters and a couple of airplanes and killed 10 of Russian pilots. So I don't know how you forgive it this that easily. But uh, uh, one thing to know about them, these people are very pragmatic. A deal can be made almost in any situation. And uh, we're missing out by not trying to make a deal with them. These people are all about making deals. Well, and, there's uh, also the theory yeah. that uh -huh. Putin set this whole thing up to show how he can stop these kinds of insurrections very quickly to try to show he still has some kind of power and influence. Do you believe that one? No, I would have to see something, some real evidence for me to simply assume that nine helicopters were downed and this whole thing happened and the tanks were driving just as a false flag in the middle of the war. That is hard for me to imagine that it was a spectacle. It looks like a lot of work. For nothing and quite a few people dying. So, so what, does this, what does this all mean for Ukraine? I don't think it means anything one way or the other. Right. 
So I don't think it has any impact whatsoever. It's a and little, wanna, it's a little blip, a little. Yeah, and I want to clarify the reason they use um, they use Wagner is because these people are paid. They volunteer. They want to be in the front lines because Putin just said that the government paid a billion dollars to Wagner over the period of this war, not but, because they don't have a million soldiers, well trained soldiers that are waiting. Uh, to engage whenever they're given an order. But Wagner are the ones who are paid a lot to do. Also, they're far more experienced. Where do you find soldiers that have been in Africa, have been in Syria, who have been fighting, you know, all over, small fights, big fights? This type of experience is invaluable, and very few graduates of military schools have this type of experience. So we're supposedly helping Ukraine, the great democracy. We're defending democracy against the horrible authoritarian fascist Putin and yeah. Zelensky mm-hmm. comes out and says, no, mm-hmm. we're not having any, uh, we're not having any uh, elections until I decide until I, I until the war's won. I'm, yeah. not, I'm, I'm not holding any elections. I'm staying in power. So how right. is that defending? How is that defending democracy? Well, when you have a guy who's saying I'll be leader as long as I want to be leader. If I'm correct, if I'm not mistaken, there was at least one instance here when we suspend elections. I guess when there is an emergency, a war, it's considered a legitimate reason um, not to have elections. Of course, you could say this is the most critical time when you should hear the people's vote, whether they want you to continue, there's, right? There's, there's, there's no suspension of elections here during war. No? Never. No. Come on. Well, we never <laughs> had this type of war, so we, we wouldn't know what happened. But um, We've had World War One. We've had World War Two. We've had the Korean War. We've had the Vietnam War. No, no elections are suspended here for the war. You could then you domestic. That's like saying a leader can just start a war if they want to stay in power. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that is very, very, uh, very surprising, but unexpected. I guess you could argue that this is the time when you need elections the most. Of course. Make sure right. people are on the same page as you are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now is when. They should have elections, should have elections. And wait a minute, uh, Greg, I'll get to you in a little while. But Greg wrote it's in their constitution. So they're not a democracy. If you have something like that in your constitution, you're not a democracy. Wait a minute. So I can have a constitution where I say white people rule. White people are the ruling power. Well, it's in their constitution. Hey, it's in their constitution. See? So what? You're allowed to... So it doesn't mean if you put something like that, that's so fascist into your constitution, you are not a democracy. Period. I think he means it's in the constitution that you can suspend. Um, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah. So that's you don't think what I'm saying? So what? That's not a dem- democratic constitution. That's fine. Well, you can just say, "Well, I'm going to suspend." Uh, you know, I say it is an emergency. So let's have. Do you think it would work in this constitution? Well, if I say there's a flu virus going around, I can stay in power forever. I can stay in power forever if I say there's a flu virus going around. What? Why? What, what is that? That's not a democratic constitution. That's not a constitution of a of a democracy. That's the constitution of a, of a dictatorship. Well, I was just talking about it today. You know, if you have a good dictator, I'm not necessarily saying that. Um, you know, Zelensky is a good dictator, but if you have a wise dictator that does a lot of good things, uh, it's there are benefits to him staying 
in power, especially people if people support him. But yeah, if you're looking at democracy, it's not a very democratic rule and it could be artificially uh, engaged, right? The work can be artificially started to uh, to suspend election. Absolutely. Yeah, well, and, and it can go further than that. I mean, it's 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 a matter of saying I'm going to stay in power until I decide, basically, that we're, I'm, I'm not that I'm going to have an election. Now, this is the same bullshit we hear and we've had it here. But luckily, we have a constitution that's an actual real democracy. But we've heard it here from politicians from time to time. They've said this this saying, you can't don't change the horse in midstream. Don't change the jockey in midstream. We've heard that before from people here who want to do things like suspend elections or we just hear it from politicians. We heard it from W, by the way. W said that kind of a thing. And people who were supporting W in 2004 said that. Don't change it. Don't change the jockey in midstream because of the Iraq war, right? So yeah. we didn't suspend the election in 2004, but their, their, their call to the people were was don't change the president now while we're in the middle of a war. A war that that president and his people started, you see. So it's simply like, well, if we want to stay in power, if we want our approval rating to go up, we're just going to start a war. And then we're going to say, hey, you can't change the president in the middle of the war. So that's what we heard in 2004 from the neocons. By the way, the same neocons, who are Democrats now, by the way? Same people, Bill Crystal, people like that. Um, yeah, um, yeah. That's that's. I, I think the laws are most important when they're the hardest to uh, keep, like freedom of speech. You need it when there's a problem, right? When you don't want to hear certain things. The same with that. Um, I want to finish. I, I want I want Greg and I want Daniel to talk. I am sure that what I'm going to say now might rub Greg the wrong way. And uh, everything I don't rubs Greg the wrong way, unless you no, say no, send no, Ukraine no, but, twenty billion a week. <laughs> no, what I want to say, and you know, it's going to happen. I have a few friends that get in my face, and it's the same with divorces, where people spend a hundred thousand dollars on attorneys' fees before they eventually sit at the table. It's the same with wars, where people kill each millions. Uh, you know, before they do what they could have done earlier because they have this emotion, they have the principle, they have the owner. But Greg's uh, thumbnail says, if Ukraine stops fighting, there will be no Ukraine. I would like to amend that and say, if Ukraine doesn't stop fighting, there will be no Ukraine because, because there's not much Ukraine already, already left. There isn't much left. So a little bit more time and there will be no Ukraine. There is already a talk that there's going to be Russia and Poland and there will be no Ukraine. And it's it's impossible to stop this train because of emotion, because of principle, because of, I understand, because of honor. We have no choice. We have the aggressor. The longer America waits not to make a deal, and maybe it's done on purpose because BlackRock is already talking about rebuilding and reconstruction. Maybe it's all planned not to negotiate with Russia. The longer... The longer there is no negotiation, the less will be left of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, that's just the reality. And I'm not saying it because I'm Russian. My grandma is Ukrainian on both sides. They spoke Ukrainian at home with each other. All the Jews come from either Ukraine and Belarus. I'm not saying it because I'm anti-Ukraine. I'm saying it because I'm pro-Ukraine. Not, not pro-Ukraine government, pro-Ukraine. So 
the biggest crime is committed by us by not engaging in negotiation and by sabotaging negotiation. That's all. And I'm sorry to Greg. I, I don't mean to irritate. I'm just uh, speaking Gre- my mind. Greg's about to irritate me. That's okay. <laughs> okay. I like being. I like, you know, on the, what else should happen on my 400th show? I like it. I like it. We can't just have agreement all the time. But I think that's what's going to happen in the end anyway. There's going to be, there has to be a peace negotiation, right? Uh, yeah. And, and, and the you sooner know, it Ra- happens, the better for yeah, And Russia hinted the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be for you to negotiate. Because guess what? Russia has never given any territory, not even to Japan, never given any territory they conquered with the blood of their own soldiers, except maybe Alaska. They sold Alaska to America for pennies. But besides that, they, nobody ever, no one ever gives the land that's conquered. Israel is not giving away Golan Heights. Turkey doesn't give their conquered lands without war. Or without some major, I don't know, major upside down uh, process. So anyway, um, yeah, yeah, that's very true. Is there anything you, anything else you wanted to talk about before you go? Do you want to talk? Yeah, about- on that related note, when people say I stand of Ukraine, I stand with Ukraine. I want to ask them every time I hear it. So, are you standing with continuing to send money for them to get killed every day more and more in the meat grinder? Is that what it means? I thought standing with Ukraine would mean pressuring your government to engage in negotiations as soon as possible. Well, there that are rumors that the American government has squashed. Negotiation. It's not rumors, it's a fact. Two months into Ooh. the war, they squashed British and American. That's not rumors. That's a fact, and it's an undisputed fact. There you go. Right there. Yeah. So they don't yeah. want peace. Exactly. They don't want now, to negotiate. They think they can. They have unrealistic fake goals of recapturing the entire territory that Russia took. A completely fictional goal. Yeah. Ridiculous goal. That would never happen. So good luck with that. What can I say? There you go. Yeah, I think that's, look, war feeds, the war machine is all about money, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. about money. It's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a money game. And, this, and what really also bugs me is that these people are so hypocritical. These people who are so, like, we have to stop Russia because they'll take over the world. Uh, in the same breath, they talk about how lame their military is, that they have these coups with the with the Wagner group, that the Russians are Russian soldiers are dying in droves, that they don't even want to be in this thing, that they don't want to do this, that Putin's army is weak, that Putin's a weak leader. So how can you say that and the same breath say, well, if we didn't do this, Putin would take over the world? Come on, it's ridiculous. Yeah. If you I want to share one last thing. How is he yeah. going to take over NATO countries? Well, he had, he had never, there's no evidence that he ever had such ambitions. So it's all a uh, boogeyman. But I wanted to share one very last thing before, before I go. You know how we've been talking about January 6th and how many hours were spent on debating and in the House and Congress. So today, uh, Lavrov, the foreign minister, was asked a question about that. And he basically said, we talked about it. We resolved it. It's, it's over. So I, I don't want to repeat the same thing over and over, even though it was a little bit more serious. Imagine if tanks were in Baltimore headed toward D.C., right? So yeah. this was a little bit more serious than January 6th. And uh, I mean, that's something we could learn. Talk about it, figure it out, make a deal and move on and don't waste hours in Congress of debating when there's so much far more pressing things to talk about. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very much, Domestic. And thank, thank you for you. wishing me. I mean, like I said, if you hadn't taken me to that 
conference to the Tom Woods thing. I probably never would have started this. Well, so we, should, I, we blame you. We all blame yeah. you. <laughs> blame me? Okay, I'll take the credit, but you're welcome to blame me. I'm curious and also scared to listen to Greg, but my curiosity uh, is going <laughs> to supersede my fear, so I will listen to Greg now. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Hey, uh, Greg, you're on and Let's Be Heard. Greg? Hello there. Hey, Greg, how are you? Oh, you know, every day I call my friends in Ukraine to see if they're still alive. That's how I okay. am. Uh-huh. Anything else? Well, you know, first let's just go through all the um, misinformation you've been spreading. Go ahead. The Ukrainian constitution says that there cannot be elections during martial law. Why? They, that's what the Constitution says. Why? The so, so I'll Zelensky. Wait a Greg, wait a no, minute. No, 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 no. You wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you wait a minute. You, you said he suspended. You said Greg, he suspended you the elections. No, I, I don't know why. No elections until I don't know why. That's what he said. I don't know why. He said, oh, you don't know why. Well, people here talk about the Second Amendment. They talk about the 14th Amendment. They examine it. They say these are the reasons for it. These are the reasons against it. So you're saying. This is just what it says in the Constitution, and we can't question it at all. You said he suspended the elections. I he said he said suspend. no elections. And no, no, you guys, you guys said, said TV. no. He you said guys no said elections until the war is over. That's what he said. He said you said he, sus- he used the word suspended. He didn't suspend anything. He said during martial law, which we he have, did. the Constitution. Because... Wait, 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 any- wait, Greg. You won't let me finish a sentence. No, you, you won't let me finish a sentence. The Constitution suspends any possible elections during martial law, during wartime. So therefore, it is suspended. Okay, he didn't suspend it, but their Constitution says he can suspend it. The Constitution says he gets to suspend it, and that's what he did. Because the Constitution, as you have taught us, says this. Okay, great. But we can still question why. What's wrong with an election? You're wrong, and if you won't let me finish a sentence, then you might as well just go on to one of your anti-vax no, but Greg, rants. If we can have elections here during wars, why can't they have an election in the Ukraine during a war? Do you know that different countries that are democracies has, have has different... any election during a oh war? Oh my here? God! You won't Wait, let me finish Greg, a fucking sentence. During a you war won't let me finish a fucking sentence. Us to lose the war. Has an election, has democracy caused us to lose wars? Has it? If you can prove that, I could say, well, maybe there's a point there. You want to win the war. You want to win the war. You want to give your country, just like you give your team the best opportunity to win a game, you want to give your country the best opportunity to win a war. I get it. But as far as I know, no elections held in this country have caused us to lose any wars. So what? go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Why? No, you won't let me finish a sentence. The Constitution says it. Okay, keep going. You won't let me finish a sentence. Why should I go on? No, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Different democracies have different constitutions. Do you? Do you? All right. What's the next point? So, Uh so he didn't suspend anything. It's actually illegal to hold an election during martial law under their constitution. We, he we, said, we made that point. We got that. Okay. He said that maybe okay. in a nice 
it would be very nice if this war was over and martial law, martial law was ended yeah. by 2024. But okay. at this point, it can't be. Yeah. All what right. Has, so let's. What is what is. Zelensky done. I always want to say Walensky. I, I always get them confused. What, is, what, what has Zelensky, Zelensky done? done? What Zelensky has done to show what Zelensky has done is rallied his country, shown no, amazing, that's, that's, amazing, that's, amazing that's leadership in a time in a time of propaganda. You know what? You know what? Again, you won't even let me finish. So I'm going to go. So I'm going to go, but Greg, you go know ahead, what? Greg, you got to think you what, about. Greg, I no. what, Greg. Get off my show. Go ahead, Greg. Go. Go. I'll help you go. I'll help you along. That's propaganda. Zelensky's a hero. He's a hero who poses with money and his wife and GQ in the middle of an election, who meets uh, U.S. celebrities in the middle of a war. He meets celebrities and poses for GQ in the middle of a war. It's such a bad war that he has time to pose in magazines and meet fucking comedians and celebrities. Yes, I remember. I remember Hitler doing the same thing. I remember Eisenhower doing the same thing. I remember FDR doing the same thing. I remember all of these people doing war. Do you remember that? I remember, yeah, posing for magazine covers, you know, with money, laying in beds of money, meeting celebrities, doing meet and greets. I remember all of that. All these great. Remember Patton? Patton did that all the time. Right. Remember all those photo covers that Patton did for like for like Variety magazine. Do you remember those? No, I don't remember them either. Come on. Give me a fucking break. Give me a break. Greg, you could talk about like your opinion on things. This whole thing about Zelensky is this huge hero. We've heard this a million times. It's propaganda to say this guy is this huge hero who has rallied the troops, who has pushed back Putin. Give me a break. The guy is obviously in it for himself. He's in it for his own popularity. That's why he doesn't want the war to end. The longer the war goes, the more he gets to stay in power, right? Their constitution says that. Maybe that's the problem, Greg, with a constitution like that, an anti-democratic, pro-fascist Nazi constitution, because it makes the leader not want the war to end. How about that, Greg? Maybe that's why it's not in the U.S. Constitution, because the founding fathers weren't a Nazi prick, okay, like the people who wrote the constitution in the Ukraine, and said, you know what, if we write it in our constitution, where the president never has to leave during war, the president might keep that war going forever. You think that's a, a point, Greg? You think that's a possibility? You think that's a possibility why the founding fathers didn't do that here? Because it leads to fascism and corruption. And this is what people have said about Ukraine all along, that it's a fascist Nazi country. And you know what? If a con you think it's a good thing that you brought the point that it's the Constitution, if something is in like that is written in the Constitution, it shows they believe in dictatorships. They believe in fascism. They are Nazis. So maybe that proves people's point. Maybe that proves Putin's point for saying he's going in to fucking get rid of Nazism, get rid of neo-Nazis. If it came from anyone else, it would make sense.
But I've said that a million times about Putin. I've said that a million times about Putin, that he is not one to say that. He's not one to say that because his elections are obviously not fair either. So you're in a situation where you have, we know Russia and Putin, that we know that, right? We know that their elections are not fair. The Ukraine, we know their elections are not fair. Their constitution says, if we decide to start a war, the, the leader can stay in power as long as he fucking wants. All right. And there's a lot of neo-Nazis in Ukraine. There are many neo-Nazis in Ukraine. That's a fucking fact. It's a fact. Okay. So we have two countries that are both fucked up. So what do you do when you have two countries that are both fucked up with fucked up leaders and fucked up constitutions? You let them fucking fight it out. You don't get involved. You don't send one of them billions of dollars when there are people here who are starving, when there are people here who are pissing and shitting on the streets, when there are people here who have no homes. Okay. You don't do that when you have people in this country that need to be looked at the first, that need the money. God damn it. Domestic, do you want to come back on? Domestic, do you want to come back? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Um, um, you should have let Greg talk. I think he you, he wasn't even able to say, and uh, many people... No, but domestic, wait, 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 wait a minute. No, no, I'll no. let you talk in a second. Yeah, yeah. But he went into this mantra of Zelensky is a great hero. I don't want to hear that. This is well, Mike, you pride yourself on, you pride yourself first of all, on free speech. Let him talk. A lot of people. No, 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 like not free. on this yeah. show. I'm not going to have people lie and proselytize on this show. They're not going to do that. Okay. Because here's the thing. This is nothing new. I don't want to hear that Zelensky is a hero and Putin is the devil. I don't want to he hear that Putin is a hero All he and was Zelensky trying to say, is the devil. Wait a second. All he was trying to say is different countries have different ways to run democracies. And we assume that our founding, founding fathers are God. They have their own laws. He follows his, But we don't even know what Greg wanted to say. We have no idea because... He wasn't. He was. He didn't have the opportunity to speak. And you pride yourself on freedom of speech. It's not always easy to let someone talk when you really don't agree with them. But I think we we should you you should treat Greg like you treat Diaz when you guys are attacking each other and bickering. At least you you let Daniel talk. So no, but I want something. I want some new insight. I like the insight. We didn't even know what Greg wanted. No, no, no. We didn't even know. Yeah. Look, look. If you've listened to the show as Greg has for a year. Yeah. And that's all you can offer in your first call after a year. Then don't worry about it. Don't call in because it's ridiculous. I'm not we don't even that. know what he was going to say. I was curious to hear. We don't even know what he was going to say. Gonna say. He's going to say what Greg always says in the chat, which is that Zelensky is a great hero. Putin is the devil. And we have to send Ukraine $85 billion. And even if our soldiers had to go there eventually and die, we have to do this because Putin is this bad, evil man. And we have to stop him. Come on. How many times are we going to hear that domestic? This is not black and white. This but, is not a, but, a goddamn cartoon. Fine. At the same time, there are a lot of, uh, we're not in Ukraine. You're not in Ukraine. The truth is somewhere in between, between what we hear from someone like Greg and what we hear from other sources. Not everyone in, 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 um, in Ukraine is a Nazi and not everyone is perfect in Russia and everybody is half good and half evil. So I just, I was really curious to hear what Greg has to say. I guess you know what he was going to say because I have never heard him speak. And um, but uh, I guess he disappeared. I wanted him to come back, but he 
he left. So um, I just I want us to be able to even we disagree to let people say what. Well, they Greg have. has no problem. Wait, but Greg has no problem listening in and calling in and trolling a network that yeah. was that was developed by a total but, anti. But, Zelensky guy. But you know how you say that that freedom of speech is most important when you don't want to hear it. So uh, so as tempting as it is to shut down Greg, we should let him speak. I think he is back. I I, I would love for him to come in and just let him speak, even if you disagree with him, because I don't know what he's thinking. Give him one minute. I gave him a minute. No, you were interrupting every five words. Let another minute. Yeah, Another let him minute? talk without interruption. Let him finish. I don't think he talks that much. Let him finish, and then you can address. Wait a minute, Give wait a minute. Do you think yeah. I should let someone come on this show who's going to, like, praise Fauci for five minutes and never That's stop? Ne- wait yes. a minute, wait a minute, yes. wait a minute. Yes. Never correct yeah. them? No, no, yeah. why should I let someone just come on and because do propaganda on my show? Because no, not freedom. Of- my freedom is to interrupt them and tell them they're full of shit. That's my freedom. How about your freedom is to let them speak and then address what they have to say, like you do with Daniel and like you do with me? Why can't Greg get the same, the same privilege? Because it's all propaganda. That's why. That's why. I think Greg should speak for one minute. You can extend this courtesy to him for one minute and then well, address it. And then... But why do you want to hear propaganda that we've heard over and over again from people like Greg? Because when you do last... that, you become one of one of the people who we don't like, just dismissing and labeling. No, it's a legitimate opinion that millions of other people hold. And just because we disagree with it doesn't mean they think the same about us. Let him talk. Fauci was hired by Georgetown. Clearly, not everybody thinks it's a propaganda. Now, right? come on. Right, but not what I'm saying is there are plenty of platforms to go on to talk about this propaganda and to promote propaganda. Uh, Domestic, it's called cable news, okay? It's called cable news. But here, I don't want to do that. These people get enough time and coverage on major networks promoting propaganda, whether it's pro-Ukraine propaganda, pro-Fauci propaganda. Why do we have to hear it here also? I'm confused. I'm confused. Because you're going to stand out from everybody else by allowing both sides and not no. labeling anyone as propaganda. Not labeling. Stop. Right. I'm going to call it propaganda if I believe it's propaganda. Why shouldn't I do that? Should I lie? Should I be a phony? How about you call it propaganda after a person can speak for a minute and that's it. Then you can say whatever you want. How about oh you just let God. them finish someone, the sentence? Domestic. If yeah. someone came – if I was doing this show in 1944 yeah. – and someone came on and said, hail Hitler, and started talking about how great Hitler was. Should I just let them talk? Absolutely. Absolutely not. That's why no, I disagree. Available I disagree. I disagree there. We're just okay. in a disagreement. I wonder what gonna... Daniel thinks. I wonder what no, Daniel thinks. No, why should I allow that here? Why? This is not that kind of a forum. It's not that's a forum to come on and just promote differences of opinions. propaganda. No, but that's what makes the show interesting, differences of opinions. No, what makes it so interesting is me telling people they're full of shit when I believe they're full of shit. But then you become Tucker Carlson. You just interact and you tell them. Well, maybe. Wish, maybe. Who knows? What do you think? What do you think Daniel thinks? Is he on your side or my side? Give me a guess. You know him better than I do. Tell me, what do you think he thinks? I I have no idea. (laughs) I can can only (laughs) I want to know. I I can only imagine. Okay, I can only imagine. but I I am gonna bet that he is on. He don't is say I'm not. On... I don't let people talk. I've had you on twice in the same show. No, <laughs> but that's because we agree on everything. No, we're disagreeing now. We're just you know what we're disagreeing on 
yeah. the principle of the format of the show, which is fine. Well, it's your show. You are the boss, so you run it the way you see fit. So I can only recommend, and that's fine, right? Yeah. But we don't we, we don't have any opinions that differ. No, but I know. Other. Look, everyone yeah. who listens to this, not just this show, this network, know Greg is just a pro Ukraine pro. Let him be. Let no, him no, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah. Yeah. And he often says in chat the same things over and over again. So I'm thinking, okay, Greg's going to come on and say something different, a different angle, something different. And it wasn't. It's the same old shit. I don't want to hear it. But Mike, uh, we need to show a little bit of compassion. If you had a few close friends who are being bombed for whatever reason, oh, that's and ridiculous. you call them? No, come, domestic. That's yeah. like, I knew someone that died of COVID. Wear your mask, get your vaccine. Otherwise, you're a, you're a prick. Shut the fuck up. We heard that during COVID. It doesn't matter. Because okay, you know fine. someone that died of COVID fine. or you fine. know someone that died in the Ukraine doesn't mean that lockdowns and forced vaccinations are good. And it doesn't mean we should be sending Ukraine $20 billion a fucking day. Come on. Sometimes we cannot help how we feel. And I think that uh, emotion sometimes gets the better of us. I understand what you're saying. And I agree about COVID exactly that that's not a good argument. But I, I understand well, what you're in saying. In fact, I yeah. would argue that yeah. if you have a very personal experience with something, your whole opinion is biased. Your whole opinion is biased and by that aware of it. personal yeah, experience. That. Yeah, and you that. can't yeah. see reality. Right? Yeah, yeah, in a, yeah. I, I tend to agree with that. You should not even judge things because you have that very personal. Uh, you know, it's affected you. I've heard that from anti-gun people, domestic. I know someone that was killed with a gun. I know someone that was killed with a gun. Therefore, I want all guns incinerated. Come on, come on. It's a, it's a ridiculous opinion. Or I know someone that was killed. I am pro death penalty. Doesn't mean death penalty is right, but it means you have this personal experience which skews the way you see things, and that might not be the best overall picture of things, right? When you're so close to something, so close to it. Yeah. So I don't, I, th I think the opposite. Many people get scared. They go, oh, you know someone in Ukraine? Well, let's all go and fight for the Ukraine. What about someone who says, I, I know a Russian soldier that died? How about that? Yeah. So then should I, I be pro-Putin? No, I will share with you that my sister didn't want me to even say a word for a year, Putin. She didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want to hear because so many artists, so many uh, influential people fled Russia because they disagreed with the policy of the Russian government. And a year later, all of a sudden, she started questioning things. She started talking. So I waited for her, from her to come and for things, for things to change on her end from the inside because often... Any change in opinion can only come from the inside, from person's own search, uh, soul searching. But anyway, this is just a side note. Uh, I will let Daniel talk. He's been waiting for too long. I'm betting two shekels that Daniel is on my side. Yeah, I'm betting two shekels that Daniel is on my side. Let's see if I'm right. Let's see. All right. Okay. Bye. We'll see. Okay. okay. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Well, Daniel's Daniel's a scientist, so everything has to be taken with a grain of salt these days. Hey, Daniel, how's it going? I'm, I, I didn't hear that part. What was the grain of salt? Don't worry. Just talk. What do you want to say? <laughs> What's the truth? Um, yeah. Um, interesting spirited discussion. We've had yeah. these before. These are great. Yeah. I, I love having these. I would have, um, if it was me in my show, and it's not, um, it's your show. Um, if it was my show, I would probably let Greg speak, and it would simply be because I saw him putting a noose around his neck, and, and I think he was going to hang himself momentarily just through the the propaganda Islam because he just sound he, he wasn't even doing convincing propaganda. It was just really, um, mean, it was just really lame stuff. He right, was, so he was going to hang why, himself really quickly. 
I just don't agree. You should let that. When you let that stuff go, people get away with it. You have to stop people from doing that, right? I mean, I could have someone come on this show and do five minutes of Fauci propaganda. And if I don't stop them or correct them, what's the point? Oh, I totally get that. Ministry my, of my, propaganda. My, my, yeah, I get the point, but but yeah. it, is, it is your it is your show. Um, so you 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 do get do get to make the rules. I'm just saying, if it was me, I would have let him hang himself because I think he was going to a and and b. You know, if you give if you give people you know at least a um a, a minimal amount of time uh-huh. to state that state their point, then you have all the time in the world to come back and rebut it. I know. Um, and, and, and that's and, and it's and it's just look, um, I mean, it's, Daniel, it's Greg, Greg annoys all... me. Greg annoys me. I don't I don't like. This oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, he, and, and he annoys me, too. And you're absolutely right that he was speaking. He was speaking in the well, chat room. And, 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 and it's and, not just what he was saying. It's these fucking ridiculous pregnant pauses. Oh, these are, I'm very serious. I'm gonna, hold on. So uh, it's in their constitution. OK, what else? Well, yeah, I know. It's in I, there. Know. I don't. I don't need these ridiculous pregnant pauses. Like this is fucking the, the, the Shakespeare. Come on. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And and um, one thing that should be said is that his 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 speech wasn't being being entirely limited by you. He was speaking in the chat room, and it was you know it was very propaganda ish. And 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 since I was observing the chat room and seeing this, this is this is why I predict that if you were to give him some time, he would just uh, have exposed himself as being very superficial and haven't not thought about this too much. And you would have shot his entire wad of propaganda within 15 seconds. And you would have been set there with a non-pregnant pause. He would have just been stupefied at that point. And that would have said it all. You know, I don't know. I think you have to stop propaganda. Look, you could say I could have someone pro-Hitler come on during the 40s and they're going to hang themselves, but it's not. They could convince a few people who are weak-minded. So I think you really do need – not everyone's as strong-minded as you. Uh, and I think you just have to sometimes correct people and stop them from – look, once again, if you have a different angle, give me a different angle. Tell me. Like Greg couldn't answer the question. What has the hero, the hero, Walensky, Zelensky, what the fuck his name is, done? They're both the same <laughs> to, to end the war. What's he what's he what has he really done to say we need peace? Let's negotiate peace. Has he ever said that? What has he done to show he wants the war to end? Well, Greg, in a way, did hang himself. And I made that point. If you're saying it says in their constitution that we don't have any elections during wartime, what's the incentive for a guy like like Zelensky with his ego? To end it, there is none. Which is why the founding fathers wouldn't have put such a ridiculous thing in our constitution, right? Because they know there will be people with great ego, great ego sociopaths who then will never want it to end. Who will, that will want a hundred-year war because then they can stay in power until they're tired of being in power. Yes, it was it was a very strange thing that Greg was asserting. He's simply saying that it's in their constitution, therefore it's justified. Well, it may be in their constitution, it may therefore be legally, but that, of course, wasn't the question you're asking. The question that you're asking him, and he was not responding to, was, does, do you think this is good? Do you, you wanted to ask him, do you think this is good for Ukraine and Ukrainians? And he just kept, kept coming back with... Right. The, I said, what's wrong with an election? Tell me what's wrong with an election. Right, 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 right. And, and, and he, he couldn't get that through his head. No. I think I just saying if, if you no. I'm, I'm, agreeing in, I'm agreeing in part with DT and saying that 
he he would have hung himself shortly. It's just it's just look, you can't just keep saying the same crap over and over again and not be called on it. Oh, I I'm like, you, you know, I'm not going to do that. Come on, if, <laughs> Daniel. If someone came on here and was like the PR guy for Fauci, how long do you think it would take me before I jumped down their throat? Come on, I, I'm not going to just take that anymore. I know you would. I know you. And I, yeah, would, it, and I would do the same thing, Mike. Right. The same thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically here's what I'm I'm, I'm pleading with you and along with DT. We're doing. I'm doing something that may that I that I, maybe I don't have the right team and ask of myself, and that is to, to simply tolerate this a little bit more. Try, try to try to tolerate it a little bit more um, for the sake of 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 of, the, of having a complete dialogue. I'm not sure if I could do it either. I am not mm. faulting you at all for cutting yeah. the guy off. He, no, he was annoying. He was annoying me as well. Right. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, we could we could all do better in this respect. I, I've had some problems with Team Reality. Um, I, I left uh, Team Reality, the group, um, on Twitter Spaces because uh, they were limiting speech in the in the in the Twitter space. They yeah. had this discussion where they were um, uh, talking about the uh, the, uh, the big hot uh, gender issue, um, the transgender issue, and I came in with a perspective. Um, two perspectives, one which I was serious about, and the other was uh, was tongue in cheek. And uh, some people got in, uh, upset about both of them. Um, contacted the um, I'm not going to tell you who the um, the administrator was. We we all know who the administrator. Well, we all know the administrator. You might not know uh, who the administrator is, but we mm -hmm. know the administrator. Uh, and the administrator contacted me and basically, um, without coming straight up and saying, asked me to self censor myself. And I said, if you're going to ask this of me, I'm quitting Teen Reality. This isn't the place I want to be. This is my backdoor way of, of saying, please um, just give a little bit more. Um, tolerance with respect to people like Greg's opinions because they're they're going to shoot themselves in the face anyway. No, yeah. Once again, I I, I hear what you're saying, but I can't agree. Uh, first of all, this this show is is not well. There's no constitution written about this show. This is not a democracy. I run it, so <laughs> I don't oh, yeah. want someone saying. If I think someone is infesting my show with lies, yeah. I'm going to call them on it. You know, this is not just like, what do you have to say? Hello, Greg, here's your five minutes, go. Okay, thank you. Okay, <laughs> that's not the way this show goes. This is not like just a, a platform to spew lies. You know, you have to bring something else to the table. Let's say I had on a military expert, an expert, not great. Wait, 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 I, wait, I got a better example. Wait, wait, before you talk, let me just finish that, <laughs> and then I'll let you have your free speech. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have a military expert on the show, and this is a military expert who believes we should be helping Ukraine. Okay. And the military expert is not just going to come on for an hour and say, Zelensky's a hero, we must support this hero, and they're going to have all these strategic reasons, Right why we should be we've heard them they have strategic i disagree with them but they are strategic reasons why they believe it's in the best interest of the united states and the people of this country for us to be doing this okay talk, let's 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 discuss those but you can't just come on here with pure propaganda that we've heard over and over again from the last year and a half from mostly non-experts just saying well this guy's a hero putin's the devil and if you're not, it's the same shit we heard with COVID, right? If you don't get the vaccine, you're a bad person. You're killing everybody. <clears throat> well, 
Zelensky's a hero and Putin's a devil. And if you don't agree with us sending billions of dollars to Ukraine and staying in this forever, you love Putin. This is the same shit they do. That's what people like Greg constantly do. And I'm not going to stand for that crap. Yeah, I get that, Mike. And you you probably, I can't say for sure, but you probably did the same thing that I would have done. And all I'm saying is be better than me is all I'm saying. No, be better than you. Can't be better than you. <laughs> no, we can't. Look, I have to tell you something. Um, I would be much nastier if I had more callers. I have to tell you that. I don't want to piss off most of my callers because I, I like them. We, look, the honest... I don't have many, you know, I have a certain amount of callers and I don't want to, I want them to be able to come on and talk. Bill comes on and talks for long periods of time. You know, you come on and talk for long periods of time. Domestic talks for long periods of time. I like Karthik come on and bullshit forever. So the, my callers, I, I want to be nice to them and give them time to talk. And I think they appreciate that. But if I had more callers, if I had, you know, 15, 20 callers an hour, I would not let them come on and just spew bullshit. I would get rid of them. So, you know, you maybe you're not used to that, right? Because I'm so nice to my callers, even when I'm disagreeing with all, you know, you and I don't always agree. We agree most of the time, but not always. But if I had more callers, you know, and there were more people like Greg, maybe the other guy, Joe, who calls up every once in a while and just spews the same stuff about how wokeness is going to lose the election for DeSantis, of course, makes no sense. You know, people like that, I'd probably be very, you know, short with them because I should be. I'm not going to allow people just to come on and spew nonsense and not call them on the carpet for it. I, I, like, like, like I said, I, I, I get all that. Um, oh, God, look who just popped up. Wait, no, it's okay. <laughs> what's, what's that? He said, look who just popped in to the call. Oh. Did you hear yeah. me talking about, yeah. Did yeah, we, me we, talking we, about him? Can he sense? We, we, can take, we, can take a big, we can take a big deep breather on the Ukraine issue here and turn to a game of tribute pursuits. On radio. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's good radio. Right Karthik there. missed the whole thing. He missed yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. He doesn't even know what's happening. You know, so. You know, I don't, I don't know. It's it, once again, give me a, a <laughs> let me up. Yeah, he has some very important stuff to talk about, Daniel. Um, I don't mind a differing opinion if you have, but have a different angle on the whole thing. Different angle, you know, and don't just spew these these generic lies that we've heard over and over again. I mean, if, if someone came on here, I'll say it again and said, oh, Fauci was a, a total hero during the AIDS uh, pandemic and was a total hero over the last three years. Come on. How long, Daniel, should I let that person keep talking before I tell them they're full of shit and get rid of them? Um, all, I'm, all I'm asking is for, for, for you to just extend. Give, give them a left rope to hang themselves because that's what usually what happens. That's all I'm asking. I, but I prefer that's to hang them myself. Yeah. Well, well, I just wanted you to give them a little bit more rope. I wanted to really, <laughs> I, I really wanted them to snap that neck. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. Um, so, 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 one thing before before I get going um, is uh, um, when your answer asked when 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 um, Karthik asked you who invaded Spain in the eighth century, do you know what the answer is supposed to be? No, the Moops. The who? The Moops. The Moops. 
This is a Seinfeld episode. Oh, I don't know that one. Oh, you okay now? When you get off tonight, you have to to uh, Google the Bubble Boy episode on YouTube. I, I, yesterday, I'm talking about my doorman, and you send me a video about doorman from Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every, everything you talk about has a Seinfeld all, episode, right? All, all of life is it, it's, it's Seinfeld. Like the, it's it's kind of like the Bible for for for, for, for me because I'm because I'm not uh, religious at all. So Seinfeld's kind of like my Bible. Life is all contained within sight. Yeah, I, I can see Jerry talking to, uh, you know, to Jason Alexander and saying, maybe you should just let him talk. I'm not going to let him talk. That's it. So, uh, okay, have a good we're day. all dying to hear what Karthik has to say, aren't we? The moops. Yeah, the moops. Thanks, Daniel. All right. Karthik, before I put you on, I'm not doing any trivia. We were in a heated conversation about Ukraine for the last hour in which Greg got upset and left me forever. And I don't want to do trivia, but I'll let you on. Maybe you want to talk about something more substantial. Karthik, what's Were you up? guys talking about me? I was. Just before you, just before your, your hair popped up there, I was talking about you. Oh, yeah. uh, what, what were you saying? No, I was saying, you know, dom- Domestic and Daniel were mad at me because – before you came in the room, I yelled at Greg and I hung up on him. And they're like, no, let him talk. Let him let him do his Ukraine talk, his pro-Zelensky talk. And, and I said, you know what? I really don't want to. And I said, look, there are plenty of people who come on the show and we talk for long periods of time. And I mentioned you. And then like a minute later, poop, you pop right up. Okay. So are you down for trivia now? No. Oh, come on, man. Don't you want to lose to me again? I'm not doing any trivia on the show. I told you I'll do it off the show. But it gets boring. It's boring to the listeners. I think everything is boring to listen to. It's called calling, not listening. It's not. We just had a very heated conversation with Greg, and people were getting very excited. Every there was a lot of excitement here. It was more really interesting than... because that happens every time when somebody talks to Greg. It's not interesting. It happens every time. It happens every. You see that? So, Karthik, you're agreeing with me that Greg is the same fucking mantra all the time. About I mean, I don't really care about Greg. I used to want to talk to him because he just says the same thing every day. Right. So, he says the same thing. Every, that's what I'm saying. So why why should I allow him to do that on this show? He does it on every other show. Well, Mike, I can't tell you what to do, you know, but it's your show and you should do what you want to do. Oh, unless it comes to you, then I have to be forced to do trivia. Right? No, it's not like I'm forcing you. I'm asking you. Like I said, just shoot what you want to do. Didn't you just have a trivia room? How'd it go? You had something on. Uh, it was good. I, I, me and some friends played. Uh, we played five games or uh, four, and I won two of them. Oh, not bad. Pretty good. Yeah, no. The question that we did a lot yesterday. I mean, today was much harder than the ones you know we did. You know, together, mm-hmm. me and you. Yeah. Because I, I wanted to give you an easy game, you know, to start out with, <laughs> and you still couldn't win. What do you mean? I did win. I got them all right. No, 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 no. It's based on time and accuracy. I was. I, I, I answered every question in like five fucking seconds. What am no, I, I was to do? quicker because I, I, I can see who has more points. I can't read that fast. Come on. I got to read the question. No, and it tells you if you want or not. Every, after every question, it says what place you're in. And it told yeah. you you're in second. That's pretty good, though, for the first time. Yeah, because I gave you super easy questions and, and how you reward me. I came, me I came in second it. out of two. That's all right. Yeah, that means you still lost. That's loser. Pretty damn good. Oh my god. Daniel's sending me Seinfeld videos. Seinfeld Isn't videos. Seinfeld the show about like nothing. 
Yeah, it is. It's a show about nothing. So I don't get why people like it then. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. You know, I think that show being so popular shows how. I mean, the thing, the show about nothing is like a joke. It's not really a show about nothing, but it's you know, being popular shows how we're dumb as a society. We are. You can't make that much money about nothing. Well, there are very few. Look, I think TV's gotten a lot better, but I think Larry David's a good writer. I, I actually prefer Curb Your Enthusiasm. I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. You know, yeah, so, I've, I've never seen these. I shows. like Larry David's humor. I like Larry David's humor. You know, but what do you so what, talk about something substantive? What do you think about the Ukraine situation? Um, well, I think it's just going to be more and more bloodshed. And uh, we need the violence to stop. That's what that, that, that's what I believe. So, do you think that that uh, Zelensky has done anything to stop it? No, he's he, he's uh, r- raking in the money. He's raking in the money, and he's getting more and more popular. And as as Greg uh, taught us, it says in their constitution that during martial law or a war or whatever um there are no elections so what is the incentive for a leader to end the war right oh yeah that's right sure yeah and i, I i'm no uh ukrainian lawyer or whatever but uh or not what i meant whatever yeah but i'm sure that he's super corrupt and uh he's letting uh blackrock pillage his country mm-hmm. yeah no there's no doubt about it so you, you're you're talking sense you're talking and it's not that i agree uh, agree with you all the time or that we agree on this but you're simply talking sense mm-hmm. that there is no incentive to get out when you can be the leader for as long as there's a war going on there's no election <laughs> you're making tons of money you're getting incredibly popular the u.s is sending you all this money and there's no accounting for it why would you want it to end right it would make yeah. sense that the guy wouldn't want it to end yeah, he's getting more and more power while his people are suffering and dying. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. So there's the point right there. See how smart you can be when you want to talk about something other than stupid trivia? Uh, no, you could be very smart. because you. I just think said, you're just jealous because you lost, that's all. No, no. Greg said, I know someone in the Ukraine. I want to make sure I call them every day to make sure they're alive. Well, if he was really concerned about his 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 people in the Ukraine... He would want peace negotiation, which is the opposite of what Zelensky wants. So Zelensky is keeping the pain going for Greg's people in the Ukraine. He doesn't seem to get that. Yeah, I think about Zelensky is well, he's actually a very standard politician because you know because he he went back on his promises because he ran on a peace campaign, but then of course he continued the uh, shelling and the uh, uh, Donbass after he won the election in eighteen. Well, you know, why don't we, you know, maybe we should be electing leaders who have some kind of experience in the area where they're about to lead. You know, we don't like to say, oh, let's pick up a guy off the street and let him be a doctor and do surgery tomorrow. Why is it? Oh, there he is again. Here he comes. And uh, well, he was elected it, by the people. Not- yeah, why is it that we like uh, a stand up comic can run a nation? Why is it that a fucking guy who ran the Taj Mahal can run a country? What is this bullshit? Well, the Taj Mahal was built by architects, not by comedians. No, no, Trump. I'm talking Trump. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I just, I just did a swisheroo from Ukraine to the one in New Jersey. Right, exactly. So it's like, why is it we want our doctors to have tons of? They got to go through residency. They got to go through all these years of learning. They have to go through all this and that before they can 
operate on us. Why is it that with our leaders, it's like, oh, you were a stand-up comic? Sure, run a country. Oh, you ran a casino? Sure, run the United States. Why is that? I don't get it. I don't. Doesn't make any sense. Mike, did you ever vote for Trump? No. Okay. No. no. Well, are you going to vote for him this time if he runs against Biden, if he's the nominee? If he's the nominee against Biden? Hmm. Yes. Well, aren't you the problem then? You know, you, you should at least vote third party, you know, like vote the uh, libertarian. You know what? If I'm going to vote for a third party, it's going to be someone who's got a real like a campaign, a real chance to win, not just someone who puts their name on a ballot. It's got to start somewhere, right? You know, don't, don't you want to be the brave soul and stick your neck out? Look, let's let's talk about the last two elections where I voted for Jill Stein, Howie Hawkins. Jill Stein had like a real campaign going. She got a, a CNN interview. She did a town hall on, on MSNBC. She was really working. Oh, yeah. And, and as, she, as soon as she started polling, well, all, all that was cut. All no, her but she, media she worked it. Cut. Jill Stein was serious about yeah, what she was doing. I, I like Jill Stein a lot. Howie Hawkins really wasn't very serious about what he was doing. Yeah, so I don't know. Howie Hawkins said that Joe Biden was better than Trump, which makes no sense because if you're a third party candidate, yeah, why would you say that that what what one of the major parties is better? It's like you're trying to sabotage your own campaign. Yeah, no, I mean it, it's it's horrible. Right, right. And, and look, he, I don't, and, oh, by the way, look, I don't even want to think about. Carson, I don't want to think about Trump versus Biden again. That depresses me. It depresses oh, it's going to happen, man. I've already oh, made bets stop. with some people here on college. Be a little bit optimistic. Be a little bit optimistic. Well, no, I can't be because if that happens, I win $100 because I've made bets. Oh, Jesus people. Christmas. See, has to, everything's got to be a bet and a gamble and a fucking... No, yeah, I'm, I'm very competitive. Like, I play tennis. I, uh, I play tennis a lot. You know, I mean, he's trying to... So fitness, you, you, know. you want to win money off of, off, off of agony? <laughs> Well, it's not agony if it's going to happen anyway. It's, but that's defeatist. That's what that's what the man wants. He wants us to be defeated. The man wants us to believe. Mike, I have no control over anything. I'm just making money off. Oh, okay. you are you're full of shit. If you can control one little thing, like a trivia room, you can control a lot more. Dude, and, and, and anybody can open up a room on call, and it's free. What are you talking about? You are ridiculous sometimes i don't know dude. you kids you kids and it's not like i have a giant room of seven like you only six people are in my room oh trivia you know i could do like um if i did a video show of naked dancers i could probably get hundreds of people if i did something like women twerking i could probably get hundreds of people to look in and talk and say stupid catty things but who wants to do shit like that right i mean come on you know, it's so funny. It's so funny that people say, oh, people in this country are so stupid. Look at our TikTok compared to China. We get a fat black woman twerking and she gets 85,000 views, right? And we go, oh, that's ridiculous. Then we go, oh, wow, look at this fat black woman. She's so popular. She's got 85,000 views from twerking. Yet you have a show, not just mine, a lot of different shows, where people talk about substantive things and you can't get one one thousand of the amount of people. What does that say about the country? I don't think it says anything about these kinds of shows. It says well, we're definitely socialized to be dumb. Like I, I think who, who was the original Ford guy or no, not Ford, but anyway, um, like the modern education system was actually made not by Henry Ford, but like I forgot his name, but you know, what, 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 one of the first billionaires to, you know, in America, I forgot his name, but you know, whoever was one of the first, I'm sure you know, who I'm, guys I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so see, I, I'm shocked. 
I'm happy, but I'm shocked that a guy like Joe Rogan does so well. Because here's a guy that does these long-form, three-hour interviews. Yeah, in they're, very, they're, they're nice. In a very short att- attention span society. Yeah, he's a cage fight announcer. No, no, but that's not what he does on his show. He does three-hour no, interviews no, I, I, with scientists. I, 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 he I'm gets millions of good. people I'm to listen. I, I'm saying it's good that he's doing these uh, talks. Right, right. But you could look, you can say, yes, he started out as a popular name. But that would only last for a very short period of time if people didn't like the podcast he did. Okay, it wouldn't last for 2,000 episodes, right? Yeah, that yeah, popularity yeah. wouldn't leave, wouldn't wouldn't get him millions of listeners for five years. People like it. So that's actually yeah. a good thing, that there's some hope for this country. There's some yeah. hope. I guess. But anyway, uh, so Mike, well, what are we doing trivia, man? I, I want to kick your ass again. I don't know. Maybe over the weekend. That's when I have no show. So Okay, yeah. So I'm doing a trivia night on Saturday. You can go check the schedule. There you go. And uh, you should join. I'm last on Saturday we had ten people. All right, so when I come on this is this is how pathetic we are here. I am. I'm gonna come on your show and I'm gonna promote my show. Okay. I, I, I don't really care. I I'm I'm not uh, <laughs> I, 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 I I'm not uh, petty like you. So Maybe you all the you young trivia Cats will come and listen to my show. All the, what's the yeah, average? They age? won't trust me. What's the average they, age they of your show? Twenty-two? No, no, it's like thirties, probably. Really? Wow. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. Twenty thirties. All right. You know, all right, some... All right, Karthik. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, what else is on your mind? I'm going to talk about um, some chant that was going on at the uh, drag march. What? Did you hear about the "We're coming for your children" chant? No, I, I, I don't pay attention to silly things like that. I oh, really... that's oh, oh yeah, they, they want to they want to indoctrinate our children. That's a silly thing. Oh, forget okay, it. Don't I guess it. I don't. Don't know. worry like, about it. Let's like do Mike, trivia. So Let's I, do I, trivia. I'm in. Okay, what I mainly focus on is tennis and school. I'm in grad school right now, so those are my two main focuses. Mm-hmm. I know, Djokovic. He's like, yeah, I guess uh, I'm a huge heart. I'm like, I breathe, live, and sleep tennis. Yeah. I, I don't get it, but, you know, you have the right. That's not my Jinx, sport. Is baseball your favorite sport? I Hockey. 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 Oh, Hockey. yeah. You live in Hockey. San Fran. Then baseball. Hockey and baseball. Yeah. Those are my two favorite sports. These are a few of my favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy I didn't invite you to karaoke night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how's, how's your when favorite I'm person in the world? Feeling, sir. <laughs> uh, believe me, I'm not even drinking. This is me not on drugs. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, domestic. Oh, uh, are you a tennis fan? Well, if you really are, uh, I'll, I'll open up a tennis room right after Mike's show. We'll talk. Oh, God, a tennis room. Look at this guy. How do you have a tennis room? What are you, we'll what just are you, talk about tennis, okay? Uh, hey, you just uh, talk hey, tennis the whole time. Just not long, but just like maybe like five ten minutes, because I'm trying to find a person on here and Colin to talk tennis about. Yeah, and uh, nobody on Colin except me likes to talk tennis, so there's no okay. point really. But yeah, I have domestic. There you go. Oh my gosh, right. dude! All right, I'm gonna let you go because I'm gonna talk about something important. Like what? But more, I'm, more I'm talk, COVID I shit. That's all you march. do every day. I want to talk about this march. But okay, you think this I, I have a question for you. Go ahead. Um, how, how's your boy DeSantis? 
he's doing fine. He's running a good campaign. He's doing what he has to do. He's getting on the, he's going and he's campaigning and he's doing the, the grassroots stuff and he's doing fine. Has he disappointed you yet? No, just the opposite. By the way, I'm on his wall now. If you go to his headquarters in Florida, I'm on the wall. My name's on the wall. What? Yeah, I contributed. I don't believe that. My my name's on his wall. You're saying that like uh, every silly little donor of his is on the wall? No, it was a, you had to, I think you could still do it. I think you had to donate by the end of June. Any amount, any amount, five bucks. I'm not giving money to that charlatan. Come on, it'll say Karthik on his wall. Don't you want that? No, dude, that guy's a charlatan. When he was in Congress, he was the most standard Republican ever. Daniel and Domestic, everyone else listening, I'm letting Car- uh, Karthik is spewing bullshit, but I'm letting him stay on. This is a democracy. He has freedom of speech. He can say what he wants, even hey, though it's total uh, bullshit. Do, do Domestic or Daniel like DeSantis as well? Are, are they voting for him? Uh, they're both fake DeSantis people. Oh, wow. Okay. Daniel is like me. He's Sanders turned DeSantis, and I think uh-huh. Domestic is more like Trump turned DeSantis. I'm turning everybody DeSantis. Except Guys, you. I'm telling you, he's going to disappoint you. Oh, he'll he, uh, Very few people know this, but DeSantis... Now, now he's RFK. Now he in Congress RFK. for six years. And he, was, like, he has like a record of like Marco Rubio or Mitch McConnell or uh, Mitt Romney. He's like Domestic, the most super standard Republican yeah. ever. Domestic is very excited about RFK's ripped abs. He likes that kind of stuff. Oh, is he? Okay, well, yeah. good for you. Yeah, I mean, I, it's nice to... Have a candidate for president who doesn't have dementia. It is nice. We have, we could have you know we could have two of them. We could have two of them. We really could. Okay. We could have candidate. Imagine that. How mind blowing is that? That we could have a candidate running in each party that doesn't have dementia. What do you know? Yeah. Hey, domestic. I'm going to open a room right now, and I'm. I'll, if you He's don't not show- leaving my room till I'm done. Yeah. Okay, whatever. You say so. My room comes first, then your room comes after mine. Okay, no, man. Uh, hey, how about you follow me? And then, so if you want to talk tennis right now, I'll open up a room and definitely we follow can chat Karthik, for like 10 minutes, maybe. Karthik has trivia rooms. He has tennis rooms. He has rooms where you talk about movies. You do karaoke. You're, very, you're like a, you know, renaissance man. No, no, no. This will be the first time I talk about tennis, because like I said, I haven't found anybody. Isn't that a... Doesn't your neck go out? Like if you're at a tennis match and you look one way and the other. And the Does other. your what? Your neck get a crink in it. I'm going one way to the other. When you're looking at a tennis match and the ball going back and forth and back and forth, you're looking. After a while, don't you get like whipped? Dude, I don't have like like a 10,000 foot TV. How, how big do you think my TV is? No, if you're at a match, when you're at a match. Um, no, that's not, I mean, I mean, I haven't seen that many tennis matches live. I obviously mainly on TV, but no, not, not really. Doesn't my really neck hurt. hurts watching those people looking back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. You know. Anyway, have but, you seen you a tennis be a match guy. live? Oh, that's right. Domestic plays tennis. He plays tennis. Yeah, me too. I, I yeah. just said I, I played tennis. I play usually two and three times a week. Yeah, that's great. That keeps you in shape. Yeah. <laughs> you. What do you car think? Like, I'm, I I have a picture of you being like. Six feet, 140 pounds. No, well, I am six feet, but not 140. Wow, I got your height right. Look at that. I got that. So what do you like? I would, you're six foot what? What's your weight? I'm like 175, 180. Oh, so you're not that skinny. No. 
you play tennis two or three times a week and you're not skinny? Yeah. Why 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 did you think I was one forty? I just well, you play tennis a lot. And I figured a young guy who plays tennis a lot, look at Djokovic, very skinny guy. I figured you were like built like that. Well that well Djokovic is six two and one seventy. Well, he's 6'2", 170. But he, he seems really skinny. You think 170? He seems very skinny. He seems very skinny. He's not yeah, skinny? No, he, he's probably, like, uh, the, at least top players. Mm. He's probably the uh, uh, skinniest person on there. Oh. Uh, oh, D- Daniel, before you go, I'm going to get rid of you in a second. As much as I like you, I think we're boring people here now. But Daniel asks you, how is RDS, Ron DeSantis, that would be, going to disappoint him? Okay, well, I, I don't want to get too serious, but Daniel, just check out his congressional record, okay? That, that, that's all you need to know. Okay, you that's see? That's all you need to know. And, he, and he, he, he has all the same donors that uh, all the other you know politicians have. And, and, it's, <clears throat> and, and the uh, donors have already decided the election. You know, people like BlackRock, Bank of America... Mm-hmm. Raytheon, you know, those are, are the real people in charge, not uh, you or me. You know, we're, we're the little people. That's all I'll say. But just if you want you the quickest answer, just look up his congressional record. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right, Karthik. We'll talk to you soon. You know, Mike, I try to be as objective as possible. And it's obviously some, sometimes that, that yeah. uh, you know, makes you hate me. But I got I, I got to say what's true. Well, you see, I'll let you know. I'm, I'm, I'm making Domestic and Daniel very happy for letting you say what you want, even though it's bullshit. Yeah, I don't try to be partisan like you, but it's okay. I, I still like you no matter what. <laughs> Karthik, talk to you soon. Okay, d- yeah. domestic. I hope to see you soon. <laughs> God. God. All right. I did want to talk about this about 20 hours ago, but um, just no trivia. Right. Look at that. Okay. <clears throat> so we're coming for your children. Chant at New York City Drug March elicits outrage but this is an nbc news story but activists say it's taken out of context okay so oh i see i see so here let me read the story let me read the story okay over the weekend a short video circulated on social media of an unidentified person in a new york city march during pride festivity saying we're coming for your children my audio is not cut daniel i'm here i I mean Audio is not cut. You feel you 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 you. Okay. Anyway, I think we're back. I think the audio is fine. Um, I think the audio is fine. Okay. So, anyway, someone started chanting, "We're coming for your children." In the twenty-one second clip circulated by a right-wing web streamer, uh, dozens of people march in the streets are clearly heard chanting, "We're here. We're queer. We're not going shopping." But one voice is loud in the crowd. It's not clear whose whether the speaker was a member of the community, LGBTQ community, is heard saying at least twice, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. So conservatives got very upset about that. Um, and I guess they're wondering why. Why would people get concerned about a chance after all that's been going on at a gay pride march of we're coming for your children? Who knows? Who knows? But to Brian Griffin... The original organizer of the New York City drag mob, Brian Griffin, isn't that a character? Isn't that a character from Family Guy? Anyway, Griffin said he chanted, is that the dog, Brian? Anyway, Griffin said he chanted obscene things in the past, like kill, 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 we're coming to kill the mayor, 
and joked about pubic hair and sex toys. Anyway, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I don't have to go through this story. They tried to excuse this and saying it was really just a joke. In other words, he's this guy is saying that the conservatives are saying that they're coming for our children. So he wants to mock them by saying we're coming for your children. So here's the story here. Okay, great. Would they be saying the same thing if a Christian group, if a Catholic group, if a religious group was marching and saying, we're coming for your children. And then they said, oh, come on, that's a joke. You people are always talking about religious groups trying to indoctrinate people. So we're saying we're coming for your children. It's a joke. It's a joke. What if it was a bunch of Trump supporters and they started chanting, we're coming for your children. And they said, no, that's a joke, you know, because of the, no, there'd be no excusing it. They would say they were horrible, uh, disgusting people, right? Now, maybe, just maybe, when all this criticism, rightful criticism, as we've talked about on this show, has been has been uh, lobbed against. I'm going to use a tennis term, lobbed against the LGBTQ community that they are trying to indoctrinate children. Maybe you have a little bit of sensitivity about that and not start chanting, "We're coming for your children." Maybe not. It's amazing when they chant when the left chants things like that, or all cops are bastards. ACAB. It's absolutely fine. That's the problem. This guy might have been trying to mock conservatives. Okay, the asshole might have just been an asshole and trying to mock conservatives and really doesn't want to take anyone's children. Right. But the fact is, there's a double standard in how these things are covered. There's a double standard. They can say that. And they will use an excuse that it was a joke. And the media will say, oh, ha, 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 or all cops are bastards. Yeah, you go. You can say that because you're a lefty. But if a Christian organization, if a Catholic organization, if a religious organization, if uh, if, uh, if Trump voters, if DeSantis voters said certain things, they would not be joking. They would not accept any kind of an excuse. They wouldn't laugh it off as being sarcasm as clever sarcasm so the problem the biggest problem here and i think there is actual legitimate concern that these wacky lefty groups are coming for our children i don't think that's a joke but in this case let's say it was the hypocrisy is in the way these things are covered the hypocrisy is the way these things are covered we see it over and over and over again with the double standard with the media and how they cover these kinds of things. And they'll continue to do it because they get away with it. Because I'll call them on it. You might see someone on Fox News calling them on it. And that'll be the end of it. Oh, there'll be other podcasts that call them on it. Maybe Dan Bongino or somebody. But for the most part, the media will let them get away with it. And say, oh, now all of a sudden it's the right that has no sense of humor. No, not the left. The left has a great sense of humor, don't they? Don't they have a great sense of humor? Oh, yeah, a great sense of humor. So now it's the right all of a sudden that doesn't have a sense of humor about anything. Yeah. Uh, say, go up to some leftist feminist woman, right, and say something like, oh, you know, you have a hot ass. You have a nice ass, honey. See if they laugh about it. See if they take that as a joke. See if they have a great sense of humor. I'm just joking, of course. I'm just saying it. I'm not going to touch you. 
Come on, Karen. You think they're going to have a great sense of humor about that? No, we know they have no sense of humor. I think they don't like stand-up comics. They want, they want stand-up comics to be censored, right? We've seen it on the left. We've seen it. So this is bullshit. It's a double standard in the way things are covered. The left can get away with things that people on the right can never get away with because the media is all lefties. It's all them. The media, the same people marching in the gay pride parade, the same people marching in the drag march. They're the same people marching in the George Floyd <clears throat> anti-police protest. So all this stuff can go because their side's doing it. If the other side does it, forget it. I'm almost tired of calling out this hypocrisy because it's so obvious and it's so da- it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing, this hypocrisy. There is some good news. I saw a tweet today that's putting being put out by people actually who are in the gay community. And it's something we have talked about. I know Daniel is still listening. He's talked about it. I've talked about it. We've talked about it. How the LGB needs to cut off the T. Needs to cut off the T. Well, we know the T cuts a lot of things off, but not in that way. Get rid of them because they are ruining everything the LGB, the lesbian and gay and bisexual community, has fought for for so many years, so many decades, with these kinds of marches. Before they were so snarky, when they were there for an actual political reason, right? Um, they fought for a lot of things. And now the T, the trans community, is taking it all away. They have not just joined the LGB community. They've taken them over. They've smothered them. And they're putting, setting them back decades. And there are smart people in the LGB community who see this. There are smart people who see this. And once again, there's no common sense of having the T as part of the LGB because the LGB is sexual orientation. The T is in sexual orientation. It's gender dysmorphia. What does that have to do with sexual orientation? What does T have to do with LGB? Well, there are finally some people. There's a video put out on Twitter, and it's a very clever animation of the LGBT and the T being cut off and floating away. And so there are actual people now who are starting to organize and say we are tired of the T ruining everything that we've worked for for so fucking long, for so long. And people who will finally come around to gay marriage and just accepting gay people and who cares. We got to a point in this country where it was finally like other places, which is like, who cares? We don't care. Want to get married? Fine. Whatever. It took a while for that to happen in this country. No one's arguing. There wasn't a lot of discrimination over that, much longer than places like Europe and Canada. But they got there. And now everything is being wiped away by these trans people, which is such a small percentage of people. It's like the it's almost like the mortality rate for COVID. It's such a small, minuscule, microscopic percentage And they're taking over. They're ruining everything. People are now starting to say, oh, you know, fuck the LGBT community because of these people, because of what they're doing, because of their very, you know, well-perceived indoctrination of children, of allowing children to sexually mutilate themselves, of telling parents like here in California, if you don't allow your 12-year-old to get mutilated, we'll take the child away from you in a custody situation. 
This is what people are getting tired of. So the T is tainting. The T should be taint. Forget about trans. It should be taint. Think about it that way. The T is tainting the LGB. And finally, finally, there's some pushback. There's some pushback from some people, the people with common sense, the people who really care about the movement on the LGB side who are saying, we have to ostracize these people. Let them have their own thing. Let the T stand alone and be its own thing if they want. But we cannot have them under this umbrella because they are tainting us. They are destroying everything that we've worked for for the last five decades. What did you say, Daniel? What about the two-spirit? Isn't that Sue binary? Oh, oh, God. I wanted to end the... uh, I'll end it. I wanted to end this on this positive thing about these people who are finally, you know, seeing that the tea needs to go away. But listen to this. This, And I'll talk more about this tomorrow. This is an audio. I'm not going to play it. There's a biology professor, since you bring up, since uh, Daniel brings up binary and stuff, there's a biology professor who says, this was on page six in the post. Is that the post? I think so. Yeah. Um, A biology professor says he was fired for teaching sex determined by X and Y chromosome. I mean, this really is under the heading of it's sick out there and getting Secular. It's like a very smart, I believe, Indian professor, very intelligent man, who says he was fired simply for teaching sex discerned by discerned by XY chromosomes. Now, five years ago, you'd say, oh, the guy's crazy, must have done something else. But is it so crazy now? Is it so crazy now? No, of course not. Imagine that. Imagine a biology professor being fired for teaching sex determined by X and Y chromosomes. Should he invent a Z? Should he invent a new chromosome? Should he he just invent something that doesn't exist? This is how the left proves they're anti-science. They're not pro-science. They've bullshitted for three years about being pro-science with COVID. We know they're anti-science. They bullshit about being pro-science with climate change. We know they're anti-science. We know they're anti-science when it comes to biology. They don't care about science. They are pro-narrative. They are pro their own narrative. This guy, they said this guy was religious preaching for simply teaching sex determined by X and Y chromosomes. If I had told you this five years ago, not 30 years ago, five years ago, you'd say impossible, Mike, can't happen. Of course, biology, of course, it's X, Y, of course, it's set in stone. Nope, not with the left. They want to create their own reality. And in creating their own reality, they ruin the lives of many people. We have seen this with climate change. We saw it during COVID. And we're seeing it now with this ridiculous social contagion now. And I wanted to talk about this today. I guess I'll save it for tomorrow. I keep on pushing this back. But this is with this gender dysphoria now. Everyone has gender dysphoria. We know why. Why all of a sudden is there this gender dysphoria? Biology just changed over the last couple of years? No. Because it's a social contagion. Kids are being said, this is the way to be. You don't want to be a boy, be a girl. You don't want to be a girl, pretend to be a boy. You should believe that you're the opposite sex. You should believe you're not your own sex. It's a social contagion. It's environmental. 
And that's why all of a sudden we're having this incredible outbreak of, uh, of gender dysphoria. I mean, this is once again, we're coming for your children. They're ruining our children. All right, there's also a lot more to talk about. I'll talk about this tomorrow. Remind me, because the Biden administration just did this LGBTQ toolkit, which is encouraging schools to support student sexuality clubs. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. All right. Uh, this was a good 400th show. It was spirited. Um, you know, people are upset the way I, I treated poor, poor Greg, who's got friends in the Ukraine, who he has to call to make sure they're still alive. You know, somebody has not to call Zelensky. We know nothing bad will happen to him. I wonder, I wonder why nothing bad can never and will never happen to Zelensky. But the people, yeah, but not, not him. Yeah. Okay. I'm not getting into it now. This is the 400th show and we'll march on from here tomorrow with show 401. It could be a little late tomorrow because I'm going to the uh, ball game. I'm going to see some sports ball tomorrow. I'm going to go see uh, the Yankees and A's at the Oakland Coliseum. So depending on, you know, when the game ends, it might be a little late, but we'll be here. All right. 400 and counting. Here's to another 400. Raise your, raise your virtual champagne glasses and clink them together and say here's to another 400 i'll give myself thumbs up for that okay uh anyway okay the name of this show is and let's be heard and it airs weeknights 11 p.m usually 11 p.m pacific 2 a.m eastern time but until we meet again this is mike kachopoli reminding you that your influence counts. Use it.